buying has still been, as of late, kept reasonably attractive by very low interest rates. But yes, as the interest rates rise, mm. so that renting option becomes gradually more attractive. And I think ultimately that, that holds something for the, for the rental market in the near term. Of course, because the costs of running a home are <laughs> climbing, aren't they? Thanks. That's the other affordability yeah. index is, yeah. is the municipal rates and tariffs one, which has been deteriorating quite sharply, mainly as a result of electricity, but also the rates and other tariffs. All right, we'll leave it there. Thanks, John. John Lewis, Household and Property Sector Strategist with F&B Home Loans at 6.30. Bye-bye. SAFM Sports Wrap. Just gone half past six. A very good evening to you. It's Stephen Kirk is sitting in for Brad Brown this evening. Another cracker on the go at the World 2020 between New Zealand and Pakistan. We'll check in on all the action with Johan LaRue. We also check out Rio, which is firmly in the spotlight at tonight's uh, ASA Night Series meeting at the Greenpoint Stadium. Manfred Seidler reports on that. Also an update from the Bafana Bafana camp and the FIFA club licensing regional seminar, which is taking place in Santon. Run through some of uh, the major news stories uh, on the sporting front at the moment. And uh, J.P. Dumini's hamstring strain will mean he misses the Proteus must-win World 2020 clash against the West Indies on Friday. The left-handed batsman had come into form at the right time for the Proteus after a lean patch and also provides a bowling option. His absence will leave quite a gap in the middle order, while his spin bowling on the Nagpur track would have come in more than handy, according to coach Russell Domingo. The guys who have been here before have to, have to show what they're worth. He's a big player for us, particularly when we come to a venue like this where we know the ball's going to spin. Um, Jafi offers us that option as a guy who can definitely bowl four overs for us and he's one of our main batters and he's in good form at the moment. So not having him is a, is a bit of a blow for us because it does upset the balance on the side. But there's nothing we can do about it. We've got a good squad of players and whoever steps in and knows that... Uh, everyone supports and backs him 100%. You know that any one of these 15 players are good enough to do it for us. On the field at the moment, Pakistan against New Zealand. New Zealand won the toss, batted first, 180 for five. They made Martin Guptill top scoring with 80. And two wickets apiece for Mohammed Shami and the skipper Shahid Afridi. And in reply, Pakistan 87 for two. That's in the 10th over. We'll have all the reports coming up. Earlier today, England women beat host India by two wickets in their Group B encounter to make it two wins from two. India restricted to 90 for eight with Heather Knight taking three for 15 and Anya Shrubsold two for 12 while Ektabisht four for 21 nearly scuppered England's chase. And uh, four days before the must-win African Cup of Nations qualify against Cameroon, the Bafana Bafana squad selected for the game was all in camp. That's apart from the three Mamelodi Sundowns players stranded in Congo, Brazzaville. The overseas-based players are all in camp, and the injury-affected players are on the mound. With South Africa's bottom of the qualifying group recalled, goalkeeper Darren Keats says it's up to the players to get the campaign back on track. The guys who have been here before have to have to show what they're worth and, and have to go out and, and prove ourselves again and uh, show what we're all about. So Bafana needs to be at the top and uh, we're playing against a team who's on the top so we have to take them off and uh, do what we have to. More from Darren Keats coming up. FIFA's ethics watchdog has started formal proceedings against six individuals including uh, former World Cup star Franz Beckenbauer of the awarding of hosting rights to Germany for the 2006 World Cup. 
The others involved a former German Football Association chief, Wolfgang Niesbach, who resigned over the affair last year. His predecessor, Theo Zwanziger, Helmut Sandrock, Horschmidt and Stefan Hans. Pagan Bowen, Zwanziger, Schmidt and Hans will be investigated over possible undue payments and contracts to gain an advantage in the 2006 FIFA World Cup host selection and associated funding. In rugby news, Alton Yankees, the Lions stand-up performer in the first four rounds of Vodacom Super Rugby, does not require surgery on a fractured wrist and should be available for the next game. The fly half, who's been hugely influential in directing the Lions' impressive play so far, injured the wrist in the 39-22 win against the Cheetahs on Saturday. The Lions have a bye this week and tackle the Crusaders next Friday. The Bulls, meanwhile, travel to Singapore for their clash with the Sunwells without Locke Grant Hutting who was ruled out with a groin strain. His place in the squad went to Nicholas Janser von Rendsburg. In some tennis news, Raymond Moore has stepped down as CEO and tournament director of the BNP Paribas Open following comments he made about women's tennis in a move welcomed by Women's Tour. He provoked outrage at the weekend when he said top-level women's players rode on the coattails of the men and were very, very lucky to have equal prize money. Russia sports ministers prepared to resign over a raging doping scandal which could cost more Russian athletes their places at the Rio Olympics. That's after more cases of cheating were exposed in wrestling. An internal Russian wrestling federation uh, investigation uncovered multiple doping cases. Uh, That disclosure came a day after four Russian athletes exposed as having tested positive for the banned drug meldonium, which further damages Moscow's efforts to overturn a doping suspension in time for the Olympics. Also on the doping front, Kenya is unlikely to beat the April 5th deadline set by the World Anti-Doping Agency to put in place laws needed to make it code compliant, according to a Kenyan legislature playing a key role in the process. However, that uh, doesn't mean that Kenya is likely to be suspended from this year's Olympic Games. And uh, finally, one of South Africa's strongest medal prospects at the Olympic Games in Rio later this year will be swimmer Chad Leclerc. Leclerc, of course, set the world alight in London in 2012 by edging his hero Michael Phelps to claim gold in the 200-meter butterfly. He also took silver in the 100-meter butterfly at the Youth Games. Two years before that, Leclerc won five medals. And after Phelps, one of the greatest Olympians ever came out of retirement for another crack, the American will again be the man to beat. But Leclerc, feeling pretty good. It's Olympic Games, you know, it's not, uh, it's not World Champs. It's not, uh, I'm not racing, you know, just any average guys. You know, we're racing the, the best of all time. So for me, I'm, I'm ready to go. You know, I can't speak on, on everyone else's, but I'm, I'm focused, I'm, I'm disciplined now. I feel like I'm strong, except for the paints in my hands. <laughs> but we're looking good as a team, and I think that uh, this year will be our best uh, Olympics. SAFM Sports Wrap. And uh, we now step in to World 2020 cricket action and get uh, the news on today's match between Pakistan and uh, New Zealand um, from Johan LaRue. Johan, thank you for your time. Looks as if uh, Pakistan have set about their run chase in pretty decent uh, fashion, but the New Zealanders have shown uh, before that they can turn things on. 
Definitely, uh, Stephen. Pakistan at the moment, 93 for 2 after 11.2 overs. So a very good start, and uh, that was thanks mainly to Shadil Khan. He did most of the damage with the bat up front. He hit 47 off of 25, and his innings included 1-6 and 9-4s. He was eventually dismissed by Adam Mill in the 6th over, and it was then Martin Guptal who took the catch. At the end of the power play, Pakistan were well on track to reach their target. They were 66 for 1. Khalid Latif, who replaced Mohamed Afiz for this game, he only added the 3 before he was dismissed by the spin of Mitchell Santner. And after 10 overs, Pakistan 89 for 2. Right now, 95 for 2 after 11.4 overs. And like you said, the New Zealand spinners especially have shown that they can stop the, even the best uh, batting attacks. They did it to India and they did it to Australia as well. So can they do it to Pakistan? Yeah, but we also know Pakistan very unpredictable and at the moment it seems like they're turning it on and when they do that, they can beat the best in the world as well. They do still have Shahid Afridi, big boom boom to come in a little bit later and then of course Shahid Malik and Safraz Ahmed who can also bat extremely well. So at the moment I won't say that there's a favourite quite yet but uh, if Pakistan continue as they are going at the moment they will uh, reach this target quite comfortably they are chasing 181 for victory Johan thank you very much we'll catch up with you a little bit uh, later here on SAFM Sports Wrap with more on that uh, it can all change very very quickly um, on the shortest uh, form of the game we now go down to the Greenpoint Stadium to catch up with uh, Manfred Seidler because it's the Athletic South Africa night series and uh, a gun has just gone as we join you Manfred what's going on? You have indeed it's the women's 400 meter hurdles going on and right now the one we're looking at uh, the name to look out there is Giselle Magaman chased on the inside by Jean-Rie Sinical who upset at the Varsity Athletics uh, last Friday but uh, going down the back straight and looking really strong Magaman is really striding out there Jean-Marie Sinical now beginning to close the gap the two of them will go into the 200 meter uh, bend at 27, 28, 29 seconds and Magaman's in the lead but uh, Jean-Marie Sinical now beginning to come back to her she did this exactly the same tactics at the uh, Varsity Athletics last Friday and she's now on the uh, coming up on her shoulder they're neck and neck as they come into the home straight two more hurdles to go and over the second last hurdle they are going over that together coming up for the last hurdle Margamon pulls ahead she's got ooh, half a meter and uh uh, Marie Sinical stumbles, so Giselle Margaman is going to take this in 58.40 seconds, and that's a pretty good time for her, bearing in mind she's only just moved up to the senior ranks. So, uh, great run there by Giselle Margaman, and Stephen, your timing was absolutely perfect. Uh, as was uh, Giselle Margaman's, and uh, of course, she's got that pedigree, so I suppose not too much surprise, but what about the time? The 58.40, look, I mean, as I said, it's the first year as a senior. Remember that the hurdles then increase in height. Um, so, as a junior and a youth athlete, she was. Uh, obviously flying over the hurdle so this is a bit of an adaptation period um, bearing in mind that um, somebody like Wendon Nell will be running 55s and even 54s and Wendon Nell is our prime uh, 40 meter hurdler but uh, Giselle Margamon recently ran a 54 second mid for a personal best over the 400 flat so you know as I say first year as a senior some huge prospects there and, and uh, yeah look I mean Rio 2016 is certainly not something we should expect from her or should I even, even be asking her but uh, 2020 Tokyo definitely on the cards massively talented
Uh, talking about the hurdles, uh, LJ Fonsale, I guess, perhaps using this one as a bit of a warm-up event ahead of the international season? Well, it's funny. You and I spoke about this, uh, what, about an hour or so ago, and, and LJ decided, no, no, he's actually going to race this a little bit. And he dipped 50 seconds tonight, 49.77 seconds. And it's been a long time since he's uh, done that this uh, early in the season. Usually he ends up doing that at the national championships, which only come up in about, uh, what, three weeks from now. So he's looking good. He's actually looking ominous. He went at the, the provincial trials two weeks ago. He went uh, uh, two 40 meter hurdle races on the same day in just over 50 seconds. Well, 50, 50 point something as opposed to 51, 52 and so on. So that was a, just an indication of, of how strong he's getting. He, he, he bulleted out in the first 200 meters. He was leading by a comfortable mile in the, in the 200 meters. And then the wheels started to come off in the last 300. And he was chased down by a huge and exciting prospect of the name of Lindsay Hanukom. Also just fresh out of junior ranks and, and massively exciting youngster that is. But uh, it is... It, look, we had, a, we had a bit of a dearth in the 40-meter hurdles for men at one stage. It was Cornell and LJ and was kind of it. It seems like we're now getting more and more, uh, getting that, that depth coming back again, which is exciting. And, and quite frankly, I think the sport is an exciting element. We had a 1,500 meters pre-program, and um, we had a couple of guys, and that was because some of the guys said, listen, we want to run 1,500 at the coast. And Dumisani Shlacelo and Flavio Savoli are both contenders to go to the Olympics. Um, pretty good timing. Uh, uh, Dumisani Shlacelo, 3.38, uh, 39. Anyway, he, he died in the third round, in the third lap, basically, and the pacing wasn't the best because uh, they went through the first lap in 58, which was spot on, and then they went through 800 in, in two minutes, which was off the pace, so they lost it on the second lap. Um, but exciting prospects in the 1500. Dumisano, Fulave uh, uh Johan Cronier is in the mix. Um, there's a guy called Amos Nyonga who's done incredibly well. Um, you know, we've got five or six guys. Jerry Matsao's in there. We've got five or six guys who'll be knocking on their 336 for a qualifier. So to get into the team, we take the top three. We're looking at 334, if not faster. And that is a semi-final material for... Uh, the, uh, uh, for the Olympic Games so it's exciting right now this, this wall of athletics I mean the 100 meters for men is just yeah it, it just really is exciting time for South African athletics we're not expecting such great times down at the coast but uh, talking about uh, best times so Castor Semenya ran a personal best sure. over 400 meters and yes. of course what a comeback it will be if she can get her 800 meter time down well look based on the 51.47 that she ran a few weeks ago at the at the provincial championships which is a personal best of one and a half seconds um, she's running in the 800 tonight and there's no reason why she can't post the 201 qualifier if not dip the two minute mark um, she was actually sitting in the stands here a while ago and I was, I was having a chat with Lindsay Parry the, the comrades coach and she was sitting in front of us and we were going she looks ominous she I have not seen her this lean this hungry and 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 this um, having this excitement for the sport in probably three years. Um, so, look, um, if she doesn't come back with a medal from Rio, I think the most disappointed person will be Casa Semenya, never mind South Africa. I mean, she will be gutted if she doesn't. She is a, she's absolutely unsung, and I'm hoping, I'm really, really hoping, it's not just a qualifier tonight, but it's a sub two, because that would just throw a massive warning shot out there to the rest of the world, and, and it'll be really, really phenomenal. I don't know if you've got time to mention the 5,000 metres. I know you have another appointment, uh, Manfred. Yeah, men's 5,000 meter, another exciting race. Uh, Elroy Galant is an, it, again another athlete in ominous shape, and 
Here we now look at a guy like Stephen McCorker, Elroy Galant uh, in the 5,000, potentially Gladwin Zazi, Precious Machili. So again, there's a bit of depth coming in. It's really, really exciting. But Galant's out on his own pretty much in tonight's race. Um, Jerry Matsal is one of his training partners, who's a 1,500-meter athlete. He's going to try and take him through the first five, six laps. But I don't think that's going to be enough. Um, you know, it's 12 and a half laps, so it's just under halfway, and then, then Elroy will be on his own. He should be able to, though, run a 13.20 on his own. He, he's in, in incredible shape. I mean, he won the South African 10K uh, road title in the beginning of Feb, and it came down to a sprint finish between him and Mokoka, and usually Mokoka kills everyone, uh, but he had no answer. Uh, it, it, it looked... It looked like Elroy just moved away with consummate ease. So I'm excited. I really, really hope he's going to do something here today, Stephen. Thanks very much, Manfred. You get back to that, and we'll look forward to your overnight uh, reports on that. Manfred Seidler reporting from the Athletics South Africa night series in Greenpoint Stadium. 100-meter action, yes, but it's more about the middle distance uh, at sea level, 800 meters, 5,000 meters, and men's 3,000-meter steeplechase. But interesting to hear about the extra race laid on beforehand over 1,500 meters with, uh, as you heard from Manfred, some impressive times coming through. Don't be nervous, son. We just need a statement. And Angela was playing outside when she crawled onto the cable. I tried to stop her, but all I saw was a white light. Son, do you know who connected the cable? Tabo. <laughs> it was me. Every year, innocent lives are lost due to electricity theft. Report electricity theft anonymously by sending an SMS to 32211. SMSs cost one rand. Operation Kanisa, the power is in your hands. Hi, this is Candy. Leave a message. Hi, love. You'd be so proud of me. You know that awesome watch I love? It's on sale, but I walked straight past. Instead, I opened a Nedbank 32-day notice account to start saving for our fifth wedding anniversary holiday. Our money can grow safely at a great rate of up to 7.1% per annum. But if we need it for an emergency, we, we just have to give 32 days notice. Join Nedbank today and make the things that really matter happen by standing a chance to win your share of 5 million rand. Invest in a savings or investment account and get one entry. Open a Nedbank account, move your salary and get another 10 entries. Simply dial star 120 star 762 hash to enter. T's and C's apply. We're an authorized FSPM registered credit provider. Make things happen. Nedbank. Do not let higher education fees prevent you from making your dreams come true. The new age is giving away bursaries worth 400,000 rand. Get your copy of the new age for only 350 and stand a chance to win. For more information, visit www.thenewage.co.za. The new age, one country, one paper. SAFM Sports Rant. It's a big one uh, coming up. Uh, the African Cup of Nations uh, qualifier in Group N between Cameroon and uh, South Africa because South Africa have uh, not started the qualifying campaign very well at all and are now bottom of the standing. So essentially it is a must win for them. And having last represented South Africa over a year ago at the 2015 Africa Cup of Nations in Equatorial Guinea, Bafana Bafana goalkeeper Darren Keats says he's excited to be back in national team colours. Key to last kick goal for Bafana during their 3-1 AFCON exit defeat at the hands of Algeria says he's looking forward to the enormous challenge at hand. 
Well, of course, uh, I was excited, you know, I was out since AFCON, that was the last time I came to the national team, and it's exciting when you get to come back. I was disappointed not coming, but that's how life goes. Coach always has plans, and he follows his plans, and I just got to keep doing well and uh, prepare myself for, for when the call comes. So when I heard I was coming, uh, it's always good. I always look forward to the challenges and uh, to see what happens next. It was disappointment for Keith, who was discarded from the national setup after the exit in 2015, and naturally enough, he was disappointed with that, but he's more than happy to be back in Mashaba's plans. I was disappointed immediately after the game. I thought, uh, I mean, against the game of Jared was more than a year ago, but I think I had a decent game, except in the second half when they got the three goals, and that's when it went downhill for us. So then to be excluded at the next game, sitting on the bench, it was uh, disappointing for me, because I felt that's when it would have been good to continue playing, and also after AFCON, to come back and continue everything I've been doing, but at the end of the day, you just have to wait for your chance. Uh, I think uh, I showed what I'm capable of. Uh, the coach knows that, and uh, now that I'm back again, uh, it shows that he still keeps faith in the people that he knows, and, and he knows what I can do, and he knows what I can offer to the national team. Some of the Bafana Bafana players who have been called up have been battling to get game time, but that's not a problem for 26-year-old Keat, who's pleased with his form with Belgian club uh, KV Kortik, uh, having featured in all 30 of the Jupiler Pro League matches this season. Yeah, I played the whole season. We finished our 30 games and I played all 30 games. I had 10 clean sheets. It's okay. I mean, I always want to do better, but it's not too bad. When I get back, I hope to continue that, of course. But the way my season has been, it's been good. I mean, when I got back from AFCON, uh, I was on the bench because the other keeper continued to do well. I had to wait for my chance again and the new season came and I showed my worth. And it's proven that I'm worthy again because uh, I get to come here. Only one goalkeeper is selected at the beginning and Keith is one of three alongside Itmalan Kune and Jackson Mabokwane selected for the two legs uh, and uh, Mashaba apparently has opted for experience rather than form. The former Bivest uh, bits uh, shot stopper Keith also quick to highlight that it's not about who is named in the team but it's all about just winning the game. You always need experience, but I don't think we have a goalkeeping crisis. I think we've got many keepers all over South Africa. Besides us, the three or four more keepers who are doing well in, in the PSL. And then you have uh, a guy called Danny Amos who's playing, uh, I think it is in Israel, and I, I follow him, but uh, he's been doing well also. So there's never a goalkeeping crisis. It's always what you make of the situation. With the coach going for experience, maybe that's what his intention is, but it's not about uh, who we have in the team, but we have to go to Cameroon and win, and we have to come back and win, and that's uh, the only goal we have. A ray of hope for Bafana Bafana is the fact that Cameroon are going through a coaching change at the moment and the new man in charge is Belgian Hugo Bruce and Keith says that uh, because of that he's got a good idea of what to expect from the indomitable Lions. I know a little bit about him from when he was in Belgium, not personally but most Belgian coaches are quite defensive they like to have a, a tactical plan they like to hit on the counter-attack and that's what I'll expect uh, we'll find out sooner or later exactly what they're about but uh, they've got a few good players, uh, many players in Europe one plays in, in, in Ostende with Andile Jai so I think we know what Cameroon's about everyone knows what Cameroon's about we have to prepare for that and uh, we have to expect that they'll it'll be a tough game and we have to plan ahead remember that moment you wanted to give up when you were unsure if you could be guaranteed safe hassle-free online banking so you sought guidance from someone who knew the ins and outs of secure online banking for your business they introduced you to the plug and transact token a portable security device so powerful it gives you the peace of mind to transact confidently from any computer within minutes for some banking online is still risky but not for you Amazing things happen when you partner with the right people. Partner with NetBank and take your business to the next level.
Email business at netbank.co.za today. We're an authorised FSP and registered credit provider. Make things happen. NetBank. Parliament's Portfolio Committee on Public Service and Administration invites stakeholders and interested persons to make submissions on the Public Service Commission Amendment Bill. The bill seeks to amend the Act in order to ensure efficiency and certainty with regard to the process of renewal of term of office of a Commissioner and designation of an acting chairperson for the PSC. Send submissions to bmadikani at parliament.gov.za by no later than 23 March 2016. For copies of the bill, please visit www.parliament.gov.za or call Ms. Bulalwa Marikane on 021-403-2223. This message is brought to you by the Parliament of RSA. SAFM Sports Wrap. Stephen Kirker in for Brad Brown. Now, the implementation of the club licensing program in Africa is moving too slowly, and that's got to do with the serious challenges that the continent has. That's according to Sugzo Nirendo, who's a member of the CAF Club Licensing Committee, as he opened the FIFA Club Licensing Regional Seminar in Santon, Johannesburg, this morning. The club licensing system is based on five key criteria, sporting, personnel, and administrative, financial, infrastructure, and legal Yurinda says this seminar comes at the right time for the continent and would help to fast-track the raising of professional standards in African clubs. Africans, we are moving, of course, on a snail's pace. Uh, you know, we started this program in 2011 when the executive committee accepted that we should have uh, the club licensing. We started with the insertion of the clause in our statutes. Then we had the committee in which I belong. Then we came up with the club licensing manager, Mr. Ahmed Alas, who started. Uh, you see that uh, since we started, it has not been all that lousy. Uh, we are operating in a different uh, environment in terms of the social, economic, and political um, setup. Here in Africa, it's very difficult, unlike in uh, Europe, where UEFA was able to implement the club licensing within the shortest period, about three, four years. But in Africa, because of the, the dynamics that we have, it is not easy to implement the program as it is. So I believe that the seminars come at the right time where we're going to share some knowledge, some information. The two-day seminars attended by 13 countries from the Kasafa region, including Uganda, and they're participating in discussion panels run by FIFA and CAF. Former Trinidad and T- Tobago, Newcastle United and West Ham goalkeeper Shaka Hislop delivered a keynote speech to open the seminar and emphasised the importance of embracing a scientific approach to the game. I think it's, it's, it's the way to go. You know, I, speaking from uh, my own experiences with Trinidad and Tobago, a small confederation, um, we, you have to have those foundations. If, if you do want to compete against, against some, of the, some of the bigger nations, either in your confederation or internationally, uh, you have to have that foundation of development, of, of bringing players through, of, of getting players to, to, to understand, understand the game and, and having coaches that, that are able and, and giving them the tools to, 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 to do their jobs in, in terms of in terms of developing developing those players, um, I think it's also is also key to point out that it's not a one size fits all solution. What works for Trinidad Tobago may not work here in South Africa. What works in, in Namibia may not work in the United States. Uh, you have to find what what speaks to your own foundations in the game, your own your own histories in the game, and and find that system that that works for you. And I think club licensing, my my experience of it, allows you to do to do exactly. That. I'm also a big believer in, in, in technology and and, um, and and how it can be how it can be accessed and uh, um, in, in developing the game today and. and
and one of the one of the big um, one of the big movers in today's game is, is is using that is using technology to to to, to build data and, and understanding that data and how, how it can be used to, to, to develop players. What does it really mean to prosper in Africa? It's being part of a bigger community and believing that tomorrow holds the promise of even more. This is our Africa, our destiny, and we will continue to stand beside you, giving you hope, believing that when Africa prospers, so do we. APSA, member of Barclays, an authorized financial services and registered credit provider. Uh, baby, I'm just walking around the corner. Look, I'll see you just now. Drinking and walking on public roads is dangerous. Do not put your life at risk. Only cross the road in demarcated areas and when it is safe to do so. Wear visible clothes. Report unsafe road usage. Call 0861-400-800. Brought to you by the Road Traffic Management Corporation and the Department of Transport. We play wicked, wicked. For the number one fans of the Proteas, catch South Africa versus West Indies as they battle it out at the 2016 ITC World T20 this Friday, the 25th of March at 15.30. Find it live on 3 with hourly updates and analysis right here on SAFM. The 2016 ICC World T20. It doesn't get hotter than this. Brought to you by SABC Sports. I'm addicted, addicted to cricket. SAFM Sports Wrap. Stephen Kirker in for Brad Brown. And we go back to the ICC World 2020, where things are getting a bit squeaky for Pakistan. Johan Larue joins us with that news. Johan, if Pakistan lose, what happens? Are they out? They're not quite out, uh, Stephen, but it will be very difficult for them to then make it through to the next, uh, to the semi-finals. They will have to rely on some other teams losing. That's because they've already lost the one games. But if New Zealand wins this, it basically means that they will be all that guaranteed a spot in the semi-finals. And what a terrific start to their tournament, starting off by beating India and then going on to beat uh, Trans-Tasman rivals Australia as well. And at the moment, it looks like they will be picking up a third victory in a row. That's because Shahida Freedy was dismissed a short while ago and there was a big shift of momentum so Pakistan at the moment 132 for 4 after 16.2 overs Umar Akmal is at the crease he's on 20 with him is Shoaib Malik on 4 so it's not quite over yet but they do have to bat at 14 and over for the rest of the game if they are going to get anywhere close to their target so it does seem like the Black Caps will be progressing to the semi-finals Johan just quickly what are New Zealand doing right which the Proteas aren't doing right the one big thing that they have in their team is they've got two quality, quality spin bowlers. And uh, actually three. They all three played in the first game. But in this one, it's just the two. And the way that their captain is using them has been terrific. So Ish Sodi and Mitchell Santner have been outstanding. Santner even opened the bowling today. And we've come to see that with New Zealand over the last few games. So it's just the way that they're using their spin bowlers. And spin is always going to be key in India. Uh, South Africa do have the spin, two spin bowlers with Imran Tahir and Aaron Pangis and hopefully both of them will get an opportunity against the, the West Indies on Friday. And We're going to leave it with Johan LaRue there. Thank you very much for that. He'll be back with updates uh, in the talk shop, which follows my thanks to Siobhan Chetty for putting the program together. My name's Stephen Kirker. Dwayne Locker back tomorrow with uh, the PSL show and catch all the sporting news with Janet Whitten tomorrow on AM Live. Uh, Naledi Malewa takes over the talk shop after the 7 o'clock news with Greg Hose.